Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Ms. Dimple Palmer, co-founder of uh, ZenOnco.io, world's first inter integrative oncology health, uh, health tech platform to extend lives of uh, cancer patients and improve their quality of life. Uh, Dimple is a graduate of IIM Calcutta and has worked for companies such as Reliance Industries and BNY Mellon before starting her venture in 2018. Uh, hi Dimple, welcome to ELI. Thank you, thank you Paranjan. Uh, it's an honor to have you uh, to uh, discuss about entrepreneurship, about startup uh, with you. Thank you so much. Uh, Dimple, uh, I would request you to start by introducing yourself to our audience, please. Okay. Um, great. As all of you know, I am Dimple Parmar. I'm co-founder and CEO of Love Heals Cancer and Zenonko.io, Love Heals Cancer in NGO, uh, which we started almost uh, two and a half, three years back to support cancer patients. And Zenonko.io is a health tech uh, startup uh, to improve uh, quality of life and extend life for cancer patients. This we started almost a year ago. Uh, the vision of both ventures are to, uh, how can we really make an impact in the lives of those millions of cancer patients and uh, in whichever way we can help them, be it medically, non-medically, whatever helps in improving their quality of life. And life is all what matters. How can we really make that impact in their lives? So that's what we do with, at Lovis Cancer and Zeranko.io. And I think that's my uh, introduction, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dimple, these two ventures you have, how they are connected with each other uh, and uh, what uh, different purposes they solve uh, uh, in our society? Yeah. So first uh, we started uh, Lovell's Cancer that was started in um, March 2018 after I lost my husband to cancer. Um, and that was the beginning of Love Heals Cancer. Uh, when I went um, in the cancer journey as a caregiver, I could realize what all things are missing or what all things are needed when somebody goes through that uh, uh, disease. So <clears throat> I was in US at that time and I met some amazing scientists and mentors who are working in this field from last 50 years, learned a lot from them and that's how I felt the need of doing something like this, which is integrative oncology in India. So integrative oncology is a combination of medical and non-medical treatment, which is medical and complementary treatment together. So together we call it integrative treatment uh, because in cancer, uh, we all take the treatment of radiation surgery, chemotherapy, but then patients have a lot of side effects and the, the outcome, nobody can 100% guarantee the outcome. For every person, the outcomes are very different. So how can we find a balance between the hundreds of different kind of treatment uh, approaches together and see what works best for that particular patient? So when I learned that, I saw that in US it's much more popular, much more advanced, but we don't have that in India. So I came back to India and started doing research, uh, talked to many doctors, patients, and everybody said this is need of the R and we should do something like this here. So we, I started with Love Hills Cancer, uh, which is an NGO, and started visiting hospitals, uh, doing so many activities, uh, workshops, retreats, and that's how um, 
uh, we were doing with Lavelle's cancer. And then soon enough, we realized that cancer uh, affects everyone. It doesn't see race, caste, or um, economic strata, nothing. It happens to, it can happen to anybody. So there were, uh, there were a lot of demand from people about providing more services, about providing, uh, I would say, um, not just horizontal, but also vertically going deeper into services. So that's how, and to make it self-sustainable, uh, we uh, started, uh, me and uh, other co-founder Kishan, uh, we both started Zenonko.io together. So uh, Kishan, uh, my, me and Kishan, we both are from Ireland, Calcutta, and he was uh, totally into finance. He was working with uh, JP Morgan as an investment banker and then GIC private equity, and that's where he was also doing volunteering for Lovell's Cancer. And then he realized the... Uh, what all we can do in this field to really make that impact in people's lives because as i told you life is only what matters at the end and when you really are at a moment when you are between life and death nothing else would matter to you except how can i live this day better so um, kishan decided to leave his uh, finance career and we both started zenonko.io where we help patients uh, connecting with the right oncologist or the uh, hospital or medical treatment or uh, be it lab diagnostics or connecting with the cancer warriors because they get lots of inspiration when they talk to other cancer patients. We recently launched a community uh, which is India's first and only cancer community by the name Connect to um, connect cancer patients, survivors, doctors, healers, everybody together at one platform. It's like um, Facebook for cancer patients on our platform. We also have, uh, we uh, also launched recently, uh, not recently, I would say it's now five months back, but uh, world's first integrative oncology uh, tool, AI-based tool, Xiopur. Uh, the full form is integrative oncology uh, preliminary assessment uh, report for cancer patients. That's completely free for patients to download. And based on their inputs of their cancer and their physical condition, they can uh, have their own analysis of their own reports, like what is my condition, what is going to happen next, not just medically, but also non-medically. So we always believe in the 360 degree approach for a cancer patient because what I have seen in my journey, people who took 360 degree approach, who took holistic approach towards this disease, they could extend their life. They, they lived better even at last stage and many of them also survived this disease. So it's all about finding balance between medical and complementary therapies together. And this is what we do uh, integrative oncology. So vision is same for Lovell's cancer and Zenonco.io. Their sister concern vision is almost is exactly same for both to improve quality of life and extend life. Just that the ways of to uh, do is very different. The Lovell's cancer, we do more of um, charity activities as well. We support below poverty line patients. We support them with groceries, nutrition, uh, free emotional counseling, or uh, um, we also celebrate festivals like Diwali or anything what comes, you know, like that. So we do that with them because, uh, if, so we are located in here, the head office in Mumbai. And what we see, we have Tata Memorial here. And then thousands of patients come every year. Uh, they stay together in some dharamshalas, lodging facilities, and they have their entire family stay there. They have no other support and uh, no family income, nothing. So for them, all these counseling sessions, these retreats, these healing circles helps a lot. So, so many activities we are uh, trying to do with both ventures. Okay. Dimple, it's a very interesting journey you have shared with us. Uh, my first question, it, it, it is, uh, you know, um, I lost uh, someone close to me uh, uh, to cancer last year. And uh, that is how I started seeing cancer closely. 
and uh, to be honest uh, i i think our society is not much educated about cancer uh, if uh, somebody hears about cancer they just stay want to stay away from it they just don't want to hear it uh, all together so that is the state we are at uh, can you can you tell us whoever is uh, watching this video and to me also what is cancer uh, you have seen uh, so many cancer patients their families and doctors and everyone in the uh, ecosystem uh, can you tell us define what is cancer not from a biological point of view but uh, from a psychological uh, and perspective clarification i was just thinking which definition or in which way should i describe it so i will skip the biological part of it but um, uh, when when i when i talk from uh, emotional or mental or family or uh, financial or spiritual perspective cancer is something which gives you purpose of your life cancer is a reminder a wake up call for you to really see in which direction you are going what is happening and there is it's a wake up call for you to see what is going wrong in your life and where you need to improve so when i talk to uh, cancer winners survivors and also patients survivors they all say one thing that cancer um, coming to my life is a blessing to me it's a blessing in disguise because it taught me so many things it it it, is, it was a reminder for me what is most important in life when cancer struck the most important thing was uh, am i happy what kind of relations i have uh, it doesn't matter where i am working how much money i have what i am doing or uh, no negativity no grudges it was when it came my entire focus was on my health on my healing on good relations on making happy relations on how can i live this day better how can i make the most of this day uh, reconnecting to my family friends and reconnecting back to mother earth and really seeing am i following healthy lifestyle or am i still eating junk and not following that so i would say cancer came as a wake up call for all the survivors i have talked to and even when nitesh for that i see cancer was a reminder for me for him for all of us that yes we need to now um, really see so when it was third stage we did not really focus on disease we were still studying and our focus was on startup and many other things but when fourth stage came and then when doctor gave us timeline of 6 months that's where it was like now we need to wake up what is happening and then that's how we actually um learned explored about so many different things what we can do to save this one person from all the perspective not just medical but also as i said complementary integrative emotional physical spiritual from all the angles we try to manage this disease so um um when somebody you see somebody in your family or in your relatives anybody you know is having cancer i would say try to support them uh, just ask them is there anything which you can do for them and uh, because they need all the help which you can give them they might not tell it to you but they do really need that because it is it is it is still scary disease for many people who don't know about it in detail for me also it was scary once today it's not that scary for me because i know what needs to be done i know a direction that okay today if something like this happens this is the direction i will go into so um, cancer is um, nothing but a reminder for you to really analyze really see what needs to be done in your life now okay people let's uh, talk about uh, one particular stakeholder in the system uh, the doctors what do you think uh, you, you must have met multiple doctors and uh, 
uh, what, what in the Indian ecosystem, what you have seen, are the doctors best equipped and uh, doing the best uh, thing they can to uh, the cancer patient? Uh, when I'm saying this, I also understand cancer is a very expensive uh, treatment process. And, uh, and many a times patients go through a lot of fear that, that has been instilled in them uh, by doctors or other healthcare uh, uh, workers. Uh, what is your point of view on that? Okay, so uh, yes, I have talked to many doctors and I remember the when I came back to India, I was talking to one doctor from uh, Cancer Hospital in Ahmedabad uh, and I was giving a lecture there on healing practices and integrative approaches towards um, holistic healing and that um, hospital's HOD doctor oncologist was there and the doctor himself said that if tomorrow somebody gets diagnosed in my family or if I get diagnosed with cancer, I will not give my life to one doctor's hands. I will see what all options do I have, what, what is the best to be done for me. So um, doctors do understand the importance of integrative oncology. They know that it is very important. Even there are many doctors who tell their patients that take care of the nutrition, take care of the yoga, your fitness, emotional wellness. But it's just that it's, um, if you see doctor-patient ratio in India, it's very bad. So it's just that they don't have time to talk to patients about this in detail. For patients today, uh, even today, doctors are God. So they, if doctors say something, they will ask 100 more questions. And then you know the doctors don't have that much time to spend on one patient. So uh, though doctors believe in it, though they want to do it, but just that because of limited time, they are not able to do it. They accept it and um, uh, very much you know, open to talk about integrative oncology or uh, the entire cancer care, how it is happening. Uh, from the doctor's perspective, I would say, um, they try their best to save a person. They have learned medical science. They know how treatment, chemo, radiation surgery works. And every doctor's purpose is to um, help the patient. And they try their best to do it. Not every time the outcome is same. Many times patients do not survive. But for doctors, it is very difficult to see their patients dying. If you see uh, in world, the suicide ratio is highest among doctors because they see death day in, day night, and it's really difficult for them to see their patients going away. So uh, I remember one of the doctors I met uh, some time back and he's a friend as well. So um, he said uh, one of my patients passed away and then the doctor was crying. And it happens, they don't show their emotions in front of patient, but it happens all the time. So many times I see also that, you know, patients, uh, when, when things, uh, don't fall in place, they blame doctors. But then uh, I also want to tell those people that the same doctor you trusted, the same doctor was there with you throughout this last one year. And when today uh, uh, things did not go as per you expected, doctor is not to be blamed because you also um, should take control of your own health. You should also know, okay, doctor is doing their best what they're equipped to do, which is the medical part. But you also should see what else can you do to help your patient, which is the complementary part as well. You should see, okay, what kind of nutrition, anti-cancer diet or yoga or pranayama or supplements, nutraceuticals, energy therapies, and so many other treatments which exist is what we do now. So uh, yes, doctors are doing their best and uh, treatment is expensive, no doubt about it. It is the entire health ecosystem we are talking, not just cancer. If you see any other uh, surgery or treatment, it's super expensive. And that is why we have different strata of hospitals. Um, there are economic class hospitals, there are luxury hospitals, which like, you know, really depend upon you where uh, you are going for the treatment. 
but yes uh, agreed uh, pharmaceutical drugs are very expensive and uh, to support patients in fact we recently started a program where <clears throat> Uh, we started giving discount on chemotherapy drugs up to 50%. One chemotherapy drug for fourth stage patient, it can go up to 1.5 lakhs, 2 lakhs, one time dose, I'm saying, and monthly it costs 3 to 4 lakhs. So if you get some relief on that, that's really good. So there's something needs to be changed in ecosystem for sure. Um, it's not just doctors, it's also the hospital, it's also the insurance companies, it's also your pharmaceutical companies and distributors and everybody. So it's um, that's a different approach altogether. But yes, in uh, it's then on coronary levels cancer in whatever way we are able to help patients, uh, like financial assistance on that front, we give them uh, up to 50% discount on chemotherapy drugs. We have uh, partnered with pharma companies and all to support patients because we know what all they are going through and financial is a big concern for a cancer patient because money is never ending um, when it comes to a cancer treatment. So uh, yeah, a right treatment is very important. That is why second opinion and many other things are coming in now. And um, when it comes to doctor's knowledge, doctors are very much knowledgeable on their medical part. But when it comes to integrative knowledge, they are not the expert in uh, integrative treatment because they know their part, but then there is there are 100 other therapies and not every doctor knows the science behind those 100 therapies. So the approach we take is integrative approach and other all 100 complementary therapies. There are scientific evidence after each therapy that why I am saying you should, to, you should take this. So not all 100 are applicable in all uh, cancer patients. It really depends upon your current stage and type of cancer and many other things like what therapies you should go for. So that is something doctor is not, uh, medical doctor is not equipped in until unless the doctor has done the integrative oncology course and that certification. But uh, yeah, they are very much equipped to do what they are already doing. Okay. Uh, Dimple, let's uh, talk about the ecosystem uh, that is evolving, integrative uh, uh, treatment as well as uh, the other met methods of uh, treating cancer. I, I hear Ayurveda is also progressing in many ways uh, in treating cancer. So uh, Dimple, can you, can you suggest uh, to our audience, uh, whoever is watching, what are the different fields or uh, you know, areas they can explore in this particular industry? to create value and solve problems uh, which are not being solved at current times. Uh, are you talking about the integrative uh, ways of treating cancer or uh, sorry, I did not understand your question correctly. Uh, not, not limited to uh, just integrative treatment. I'm just talking in, in general in, in solving the uh, pain points of a cancer patient or be it uh, the stakeholders, be it doctors also. What are, what are the things, what are the problems uh, people are facing and how, let's say some entrepreneur who is watching this uh, video, uh, how can he uh, contribute to this field? How can he come, come up with a better solution in which particular area? Oh, there are many areas where one can work in cancer care, many areas. Uh, financial concern is a big concern we already talked about. Uh, and there are, uh, uh, there are, Corporates who has these programs to support cancer patients, just that it's not out there. But uh, yeah, if somebody can work on that part where they just, you know, like uh, compile everything, all the government support and policies uh, to support cancer patients. There are hospitals who have trust programs and patient support programs. There are pharma companies who have patient support programs. Corporates do have that. So uh, there is a 
big need to put all these support programs together so that tomorrow if i need some information i can go there and access it very easily that okay i need um, assistance on nivolumab which is a cancer drug so where will i get discount or where will i get support from which company like that one is that area where it's big time needed because patients don't know where to start next is uh, cancer patients when um, uh, unfortunately when patients uh, uh, dies uh, every family has lots of medicines expensive medicines again and they just throw it away and then we get requests from many caregivers that where can we donate and it happens all the time so if somebody can also work on that area where uh, how can you really you know it's a complete logistic uh, thing i'm talking about collecting it from one and then distributing to the other who are in need so that is something which can be done uh, in cancer uh, we give very we as in people give very less focus on the caregivers so they are the people who are under most stressful uh, condition when their patient is you know having cancer they um, all of a sudden they are like super men super women who have to do like everything so um, something on that trend where if somebody can you know like start supporting caregivers or have some services uh, which uh, there are some startup i think uh, who are providing attendance or maybe caregivers it's a big time need Uh, many times uh, so cancer patient need 24/7 support uh, even if you have a family member living with you but still even they are not able to do that much because it requires like everything out of that caregiver to be able to provide that much of support uh, and on top of it you have to do your other things as well which is doctor appointments and reports and arranging funds or um, arranging good nutrition etc etc so uh, something on that front should also be done like how to uh, how do we really manage the journey of a uh, patient and caregiver when it comes to um, uh, treating cancer from different perspective emotional wellness is very much needed uh, all the survivors i've talked to the one thing was very common that we had great family support and friend support uh, not everybody is that fortunate to have that much of support from family and friends uh, many times people don't talk about it so um, and people i i i've also seen that they don't like to pay also for uh, these services but we have great pool of volunteers there are uh, we as in not just we but also other uh, people who really want to support cancer patients so something around that can also be started where um, um, there are some startups in mental wellness uh, but uh, but again as i said people don't want to pay for it because they are anyway paying a lot for cancer treatment itself so something where you know there are a group of people who want to help cancer patients and there are others who want to give back to society so how can really bridge the gap to be uh, to bring these two together and that's what we are trying to do with our community connect so and there are many ex caregivers whose patients either have passed away or they have survived so even they want to give back so uh, yeah that can also be done when it comes to cancer care medical treatment is there hospitals are there we know that but what about uh, integrative approach what about the, uh, how do you decide whether you should take ayurveda or homeopathy or you should take this diet or that diet or what supplement or what therapy and that is where uh, zenoncolor.io came in where uh, we have thousands of evidence uh, research on all these hundred therapies which are like okay when you talk about nutraceuticals you have curcumin lycopene beta glucan and omega 3 omega 6 and many others now one person can't take all this so there is a research uh which patient should to take what type of supplements so many different type of anti cancer diet with antioxidants immunity boosting and all of those things are there there are different kind of traditional medicines such as chinese medicine tibetan medicine ayurveda is there that now it really depends uh, when it comes to uh, traditional medicine you need to decide which one you want to go for because in cancer not even doctors can tell you that 
there's a hundred percent guarantee that you will be cancer free and it will never come back to you even medical system is not able to tell you that uh, everybody expects and hope for the best that it should after the treatment it should not come back or we just hope that doesn't come back in nitesh's case he came back in just two days he had fourth stage with multiple tumors in the body while we thought that at least for two years he is good because doctors observe you first for two years and then for three years so uh, in cancer there is no right and wrong answer that is why everybody is so scared of this disease ki hame pata hi nahi karna kya hai uh, in india what i have seen things are very uh, very scattered very unstructured uh, there is no one institution where can i uh, i can go and tell that okay my husband has cancer now it's in he is in your hands do whatever you want to do um that's the huge need i felt here in india because when i was in us i saw that there were integrative centers simply what i had to do was to go there and then they they just mapped out all the plan for him and i just wanted to make sure that he is following it but here patients and caregivers do all the research um they talk to neighbors they talk to communities they talk to different people who will have hundreds of different opinions but uh, are these opinions based on the scientific facts and figures uh, even if it is in cancer what worked on one person uh, of colon cancer will not or might not work on the second person with colon cancer because there are trillions of cells in our body and cancer works very differently with different people even treatment work very different with different people rarely people get uh, people get um, like um, recurrence within two days but nitish got the recurrence never expected that uh, and doctors don't have answer that why did he get um, uh, fourth stage so soon like two days back we stopped his treatment and in two days he had like multiple tumors that is why it is a scary disease because nobody knows the standard answer what's going to really cure this what's really going to give you guarantee that it won't come back so we need to find a balance um, uh, from these hundred therapies which one we should go for how it's going to benefit us and that is what we are uh, trying to do where uh, for cancer patients and uh, yeah that's another huge uh, need i would say for cancer patients because when somebody has cancer in your family as i told you in front of life nothing else matters um you will do each and everything possible in this world to save this person and if uh, somebody is giving you a ray of hope that's all matters so those who are listening to this video um, be it cancer or any other chronic illness cancer is a different uh, chronic illness because uh, when you hear the word you immediately think about life and death uh, though the scenario has changed in today's time but still there are years before we reach there when we are like you know fully confident about this disease if you see in us uh, cancer uh, diagnosis rate is very frequent than people in india but in us the survival chances or the quality of life expectancy is more than in india because uh, quality of life here is not good so that is the vision of zenonco.io to improve quality of life because once that improves automatically your life will get extend so yeah okay dimple we are almost up with time if you have some more time then we can uh, i can ask some more interesting questions okay uh, we can talk for 5 10 minutes more okay uh, now few questions about uh, your journey as entrepreneur uh, let's uh, leave the industry and the uh, you know uh, thing uh, problem we are trying to solve uh, as an entrepreneur tell us uh, what are the different challenges you have faced uh, along the way uh, to build this venture oh as an entrepreneur i would say um Well, for me, uh, me and Kishan, we form a great team together. We both are uh, uh, like friends from last five years, and 
also we have done like many uh, startup competition in colleges never thought that uh, we will be doing actual startup together and we are life partners as well so get along with each other very well so that way we have great support of each other in uh, doing this uh, <clears throat> i would say uh, initially we had challenge of forming a good team which uh, now uh, we overcame and uh, we got a really uh, good team uh, together in place uh, with experiences we understood or we learned that what kind of people uh, who who you not know, understand this passion this vision and really empathetic and feel for cancer patients uh, they tend to get along with us better so yeah it was a bit of challenge in the beginning but then uh, when we got a hang of it when we understood what is really needed it was like easy for us to do um as a entrepreneur i would say uh, we all are like very passionate to make it happen so not many challenges um, except that yes there's always shortage of time uh, time itna jaldi mahine nikal jata lagta oh my god it's already months uh, so but then yeah what we have achieved in last uh, i would say less than one year's time when i look back i feel uh, good i feel humbled i feel proud of what we uh, the entire team has done so um, it's very interesting and exciting journey as long as uh, you are motivated as long as you know in which direction you are going as long as your vision and mission is very clear as long as you have set a few um, uh, not goals but as a set a few rules or uh, that okay this is what i'm going to stick to no matter what uh, i am talking in terms of your uh, vision uh, not the uh, processes because processes changes as you learn as you work but as long as that is very clear a uh, journey becomes very exciting and all you need to do is just to do lots of hard work and take feedback from the team take feedback from your uh, patients and that's what i i like to do the most i always you know like with team very open guys if you don't want to share feedback here is the anonymous link please do share feedback so that is uh, i think that is what uh, helps us more uh, taking feedback from Uh, patients from our team members like where we can improve and i feel that not just me and kishan but the entire team the entire people everybody like who are working for with us they all are entrepreneurs i always tell them that you are entrepreneur in your own department so do whatever you want to do because you are the person who is working on field to make it happen i don't know everything about digital marketing or everything about patient care or everything about business development you know about it better so let's discuss it together and then um, open very much open to feedback so uh, challenges wise i would say the putting team together was initially a challenge but um, once you know what you do here it it becomes very uh, easy yeah okay uh talking about two common challenges all founders face uh, one is recruitment uh, finding the right people to take the vision forward then there is funding uh, but uh, like to start with uh, funding how did you manage the funds to build and uh, run this venture yeah uh, so about funds i would say uh, kishan uh, when he joined uh, when we both started zenbolo.io we initially discuss like is it the right time or should we do it later but uh, as you see you know like when you want to really want to do something this is the right time for you to do it so one day kishan i was at the center and kishan messaged me from his company you know that okay i'm thinking of quitting and uh, joining you is like what he like yeah because otherwise the right time will never come and then he um, i just resigned and we both started so he had uh, good savings from uh, his 3 years of earnings and uh, so that money we got together and then um, also we because we both are very much passionate to do something and we know that okay we can uh, if you know like with the hard work and the good team and everything we can make it happen 
so we also uh, so kitchen had a home so we also sold that home to uh, to sustain it for some longer time and then when is the right time for us we'll go for the funding yeah okay and uh, talking about recruitment when uh, you, you said you have found some amazing people over time uh, what is the standard criteria you follow to uh, either judge or uh, you know find uh, or filter out who would be the right person uh, uh, for your uh, vision very important question i would say uh, because uh, i mean uh, the few criteria is what now we have decided upon is the person should be compassionate and empathetic uh because it is not just patient care uh, department but also even if it's a tech person even if it's you know like other department who is not client patient facing has to be empathetic and compassionate because that is why we are here together uh, to work as a team because um, if one if you are not talking to your colleague in a proper manner or without like you know having compassion or empathy then they there will not be a strong team together so that's the one criteria we see second criteria we see uh, is you know like how uh, um then we ask indirect questions to know about their bonding with their family members so that's how we get to know that okay apni khud ki family ka liye kitna attach hai kitna dhyan rakh rahe hain so that's because it one first that should be um, the thing that you know you are attached to your family you want to take care of them you are taking care of them you are concerned for them because uh, if that is not there then uh, we are to we are just connecting with you so i don't know how you, well you will take care of this company so that is another criteria we see and then we check the skills and uh, do the matching but skills you will see in many people it's like india is a full of talent i would say mm. but uh, having those criteria are more important for us so hard working is another thing we see because it's a startup and it's a growing startup so you need people who are passionate that if it requires to learn something and if it requires to stay back do extra work you should be able to do that so yeah uh, but otherwise here we have kept very open culture open feedback whatever give anonymous feedback if you don't want to talk openly but yeah we do appreciate acknowledge everything we give recognition as well so that really keeps modern uh, people going yeah okay simple almost done last question to you uh, how how would you suggest our viewers uh, or any young people to start uh, their journey as entrepreneurs be it healthcare or be it to any field okay uh, so what i learned from my last uh, two um, startups first you really uh, understand so my first startup was uh, zapple which was in uh, indian women customized footwear uh, it was back in college uh, five years back so um, in that startup uh, the mistake which i did was to it was capital heavy uh, in um, startup so lots of capital pumped in and also uh, first i should have gone like you know like dheere uh, dheere start karna chahiye tha uski jagah pe maine i just went all in together and then realized that okay few of the things could have been outsourced very easily like making of the shoe and all of those things rather i actually started own manufacturing unit in mumbai so that was a mistake um so for those who are uh, thinking of starting their own startup i would say go uh, first you do a pilot uh, whatever is your product or service uh, do uh, whatever services you can outsource to begin with do that so that you are not putting all your money together uh, at once and then uh, by the time your team and your uh, uh, you got a good idea what to do next you are out of money it shouldn't be like that so outsourcing yes uh, and then once your uh, pilot is ready 
always do pilot first and then uh, because uh, again the new what thing i learned in my this uh, levels cancer is that you know uh, we made a very good website in the beginning we spent a lot of money on that and it was a community website and a different kind of like i would say facebook like that but then soon enough i realized that no i should have started it slowly make a basic website first and then uh, uh, make that version of it ultimately we had to scrap that and start a new website so yeah go slow uh, go slow not in terms of um, your uh, passion or your work but go slow in terms of where you are putting your money in in, in terms of because now today if you see everything like digital marketing or website or uh, everything can be outsourced next would be uh, whatever is your vision you um, or mission what is your target you fix on that first and then build things around that i have seen somewhere you know like people keep on changing their vision and mission uh, as they work and then um, after few months you see that okay where are you currently because four months back you started with something else and then today your vision and everything has changed and you don't even realize that so have that vision fixed and then do things around that and you will see you will do wonderful in that so that is very important um you should be like uh, you should not burn out while you are working even if you are working 18 hours or 16 hours you should really enjoy doing that uh, that is, if you see that okay you are not enjoying then you should really rethink and not necessarily that okay the idea has come to you so you should really really work on that even if things are not going right always have those few mentors that one advisor maybe a um, senior advisor of course who also connect with you uh, in terms of you your frequency matches a lot and then always ask their feedback in terms wherever wherever you are getting stuck that is very important thing i would suggest because uh, people have great experience and you should leverage on that okay uh, dimple i see that you are a born entrepreneur once an entrepreneur always an entrepreneur on that note uh, i would close this session and it was a great pleasure and an honor to host you here at eli I, our audience would have got great lessons. Uh, thanks for your time, Dimple. And our best wishes to Jen Onko. Thank you so much, Firanjan. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, viewers, you can follow and connect with Dimple on LinkedIn uh, by searching for Dimple Palmer. Also, to visit their website on zenonco.io. Uh, that is it for today's episode. We'll be back with another exciting entrepreneur. Stay tuned to ELI.